Welcome to the Digital Lactation Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital lactician, Jocelyn Renee. Peace, family. I am so grateful for your presence and excited for today's live. We haven't done a Q&A in a minute. So I'm really, really excited for a Q&A session with you to hopefully help you with any concerns that you may be having or experiencing as it relates to your hair care journey. And I want to shout out my digital text club because I see you all here. So excited to connect with you all. Now, if you are in my digital text club, you also should have this email so that you can ask your question either in the comments or pop on, on the video and get on camera and ask your question live. Maybe you need to show me something, maybe something warrants more of a, a dialogue. Um, feel free to check your email and join me there. For those of you that are not a part of my digital text club, what are you waiting on? Definitely make sure you join. The link is down below. Um, and if this is your first time ever joining us live, Welcome. Put in the comment section where you're checking in from um, and how long have you had your locks? Let us know. Put it in the chat. All right. If this is your first time, let me get a we, we do numbers around here. This is your first time. Let me get a two in the comment section. Um, my name is Jocelyn Renee. You can think of me as your digital lactician. I'm also the founder of Crown Elements, which is a hair care line specifically formulated for locks and holistic hair care. And Crown Elements likes to, you know, sponsor these conversations and chats. Um, so if you are looking for hair care for your locks, make sure you head over to crownelements.com and enter the code DLP at checkout for a little special treat from Crown Elements. We have recently launched our lock care bundle, which includes all of the essentials for your hair care needs in one it's a cute little package. Uh, so maybe that's where you want to start with. In the building today, oh my goodness, Cassandra's joining. You are in Florida. March was two years. Welcome to the journey. Uh, Anna, really appreciate you being here. Latoya's here with us as well. Deidre in the Lagos Club. So happy to see you, Deidre. Teresa's here. Oh, we got Arizona in the building. You've been on the journey for 18 months. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I remember way back when, 10 plus years ago, when I was just starting my lock journey, I didn't know what was happening. I wasn't always a lactician. I always love hair care. I always love hair and all the great uh, things that come with hair, be, meaning trial and error, you know, put in mayo, avocado, eggs, all, those, all the silly stuff we used to do with our hair. I always loved that. But when I started Locks, it was a interesting experience because I was jumping in the deep end and not knowing what to expect. And I always wished that I could just like, just tap the mind just, hey, can you tell me like what's happening? What can I expect? Um, like what's going on with my hair? And I couldn't find that type of guidance. And so it's really important for me that we have these spaces here within the community. So if you have any questions about your hair care, about what's happening with your locks, um, 
thinking about starting locks and curious, like, what can you expect? Definitely um, make sure you pop those questions into the comment section. Deidre, <laughs> I'm going to highlight this because I'm proud. Deidre says, I just finished shampooing my hair with Crown Element shampoo, and so it's feeling good. I love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That just clean shampoo, okay? It's a spa treatment for your hair. And y'all remember, if you've been rocking with me for a while, it took me a long time to get that shampoo out for you all. But I'd like to say it's worth the wait. Like it, it took a lot of blood, sweat, tears, coin to get that here. But we here now. Uh, <laughs> and so Just Clean is a shampoo for locks. And I'm telling you, it's a game changer. All right. You've tried the Just Clean shampoo. Just let them know in the comments. So we have some vets in the game. Trish has been here with locks for 11 years. Rose is at 15 years in. Wow. And Alexis, you had your locks for nine months and two weeks, and it's your third set. So you're, you're a vet too. Kalia. Kalia is two years locked. So in the, in my, uh, what do I want to say? In my comments section on my YouTube channel, I recently been trying to um, highlight postpartum hair care with locks and shedding and thinning. I would like to ask the community, all of you that are here currently, keep checking in, but also have you experienced thinning with your locks? Press a three. If you have never experienced any thinning, and prayerfully you don't, press a four. Uh, Andrea's here. 20 years locked. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Zinni's been locking since 2005. You know, it's crazy when people say things like, oh, you know, like 10 years ago, for some reason, I always think 10 years ago is like 2005, but y'all, that's almost 20 years ago. <laughs> like, a whole decade just went missing from my life. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have some threes and we have some fours. Um, I feel like it's a healthy mix. So thinning with locks. I know, I know I'm not alone. I see Jules here saying you're currently going through postpartum shedding. I experienced it through too. I didn't just have thinning with my locks um, from postpartum shedding. I also experienced thinning with my locks on my second set. This is my third set. I just recently cut. Um, but with my second set of locks, I bleached them. And y'all know, I tell y'all all the time, there, you should not be bleaching your hair. You should not be, be bleaching your locks specifically um, for color. Like it just, it's not worth it. But things like postpartum shedding, something you can't control. But to bleach your locks and experience thinning, um, or I've also had clientele have thinning from scratching their hair and also stress. Those are like the biggest culprits for thinning and hair loss. And we we have we should we should we should we talk about it? Is that is that a concern of yours? If it's a concern, put a Y. Get some letters here for the wife. It's a concern for the wife. It's, if you're not, oh, I don't really want to talk about thinning. I'm good. Um, put it in. Yes, you have menopause shedding. That's a whole nother conversation. Okay. So let me put, put a little banner in here. 
go and do a Q&A, Q&A session about your hair care. Post a question. There we go. All right. So there we go. So y'all know what's up. If you're just popping in, we're doing a Q&A section. So if you have any questions, definitely feel free to put them in the comment section. Okay. So we're going to talk about, spend a little bit of time talking about thinning, thinning breakage. All right. Common causes of the thinning. They bleach, y'all. <laughs> I am a bleach bandit. Okay. The bleaching. I, I really want to go on this campaign. The bleaching got to stop, but that's either here or no there. So the bleaching, the stress, the scratching, and unfortunately, um, postpartum shedding, or truly it's called postpartum alopecia. So when you have your locks, first and foremost, locks is not a, a hairstyle. It's more of a lifestyle. And so your experiences cannot be hidden. You know what I'm saying? Like you have loose natural hair, you can oil it up, you can put styles, you can cover it up. Locks is not like that. All the, the things you be trying to hide, you're not drinking your water, you're not eating vegetables, your job stressing you out, all of that stuff is going to show up in your locks. Telling you now, it's going to show up one way or another and it truly manifests a little bit later. So like you stressing right now about work or about school, about life, you'll see the effects of that experience on your next growth cycle. And so like two, three months down the line, you're like, dang, why am I locked in thing? Why is hanging on by a thread? That's that stress. Okay. So it's really, really important that you keep the stress down. Also scratching. I'm not going to put my nails up in the camera because I'm, I'm, I've been this year on a nail, a nail journey. And this, this part of my journey, it's definitely a low. It's a low right now for my nails. Um, so I'm not going to put them in the, in the camera, but scratching your head, putting your hand in your scalp. How many of y'all scratch your hair, scratch your scalp with your hands. Don't hide. Press a four. If you scratch your head with your hands, with your nails, press a four. If you do press a five, if you don't and all the fives, I'm sure I know what you're scratching your scalp with. Okay. If you're scratching your scalp with your hands. Press a four. See, this this why we gotta have in-person events because look, Deborah, Latoya, Teresa, okay, Irene, if we was all together right now, I'm popping your hand. We are not scratching our scalp with our nails, y'all. Don't do that. The reason for that, you're Ooh, I wish I could put my nails up on the screen, but I'm not going to do it because y'all not going to laugh me out. Your nails are made with keratin. Like that is a, is a protein similar to what your hair, hair is made up of, similar structure, but they're jagged. Okay, you've been running around, bite your nails, not getting your manicure, or you got the artificial nails and they scratch the sides, shape the sides. You scratching your hair and usually you start scratching in the same spot your fingers start snagging onto them hairs, causing thinning. And then a lot of times, a lot of times I see it really often, people that like to play in their hair, start scratching or rubbing their hairs, and then the locks are starting to thin because you're keeping your hands in your hair. That hand in your hair syndrome, okay, 
it affects your locks as well. So you've got to keep your hands out of your hair. So Teresa, uh-uh, don't be trying to get away. Tell them so I'm going to use my fingertips and not my nails. Mm -hmm. Are you? Are you? Are you? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, hear me out with this, y'all. This is like one of the most, I feel like it was one of the most, interesting little fun facts that I got from cosmetology school because I'm a little I'm a hair I'm a nerd I told y'all I, I love the hair the chemistry all the stuff your hands have a different pH y'all remember what pH in school like the pH of water is like neutral the pH of your hair all the baking soda all that stuff remember we had that in chemistry class pH of your hands is different from the pH of your hair on your scalp so every time you touch, you put your hands in your hair, what ends up happening is you're breaking the salt bond. One of the, your hair is only made up of three bonds. Okay. You got your salt bond, you got your hydrogen bond, which is broken by water. And you got your disulfide bond, which is broken by um, chemical reactions like relaxers. You know, that's how they get the hair straight, breaking that strong disulfide bond. But then you get your hair wet, you start breaking that water bond. Um, your hydrogen bond, which is why I also tell y'all, you can't be moisturizing your hair all the time. Like you don't moisturize your hair every single day. Mm -mm. Don't be doing that. It's not good for your hair. But then that salt bond can be broken by your hands. So your hands can actually make your hair weaker. So all I'm going to say, fingertips, fingernails, I'd say keep your hands out of your hair. All right. So the, the bleaching, the touching your hair, the stress, absolutely could lead to thinning and i just want you all to have um you know one of the, the healthiest set of locks possible that's that's, that's low-key my goal right that's, that's the undertone here and yet to michelle's point you'll see me a lot of times wearing gloves in my videos if i when i do a video about showing my shampoo routine i got on gloves the same i treat myself same way i would treat my clients we, we wearing gloves out here so all right i'm a i'm a uh i'm gonna hop off that one all right because i saw some questions dakota had a question dakota says i guess my first question would be how do you know if your hair is thinning i think i'm paranoid about it this is a great question dakota so your hair and this this really matters with locks y'all have you ever been worried that your hair is thinning you ever you ever was like dang my lock is about to fall out Oh my gosh, look how thin my root is compared to the rest of my locks. Has that been like you've been thinking that before? If you ever was like in the mirror, like, look, look at my root. It's so thin. Press a seven. My, my root is super thin. Look at my lock. It's all thick. My root, why it's all small? It's all to thin out. Press a seven if you ever had that, that notion, that thought. Press an eight if you was like, Jocelyn. I know about the stages of locks. Like you don't gotta go into that. Yes. Teacher Teresa, you like, okay. Dakota, I get it. I know. I know, Dakota, this one's for you. I just wanted you to see though, you're not alone here. Okay, that's first and foremost. You're not alone. We've all had these thoughts. I've had these thoughts. Okay. So, y'all. This and this is it's it's the optical illusion of locks, right? When you have, when you start your locks 
and they're like twists or they're coils and they're all small and then they start budding and getting bigger. You're like, ooh, my hair locking. Look, I got locks. My hair is locked. My hair ain't never going to be back at that beginning stage. I'm little baby little things. I don't, the worms, a lot of people call the little starter locks worms. I don't got worms no more. Guess what? Guess what? Your hair, your locks grow in stages. Okay, they grow in stages. So you think, right, you had your locks for a year, 18 months. You're like, oh, this whole lot, 18 months. When in fact, this hair right here that you started with, that's 18 months. This is probably 12 months, 10 months, six months, two months. So right up here in the root, and this matters especially as your locks start to get longer, your ends are going to be much bigger, fuller, thicker, larger than the root area because your roots are the worms that you started with. Your roots are your same little starter locks that you began with. We all come from humbling the beginnings, all right? So it always starts there. And so that hair at that root and the hair that's like right up in, I would say like that first like six inches or so, that area is growing through what you had to go through in the beginning. Remember in the beginning, they was real small. They were real thin. They started to get frizzy. Then they started to get a little puffy. Then they started to get more condensed. Your hair is constantly growing through that same cycle. All that new hair, it don't just come out your head locks. Y'all can't hear me? Hello? You can't hear me? Can you hear me? Press a nine if you can hear me. No? Y'all can't hear me? Hello? Hmm. Oh, you can hear me. Okay, my bad. All right, we're good. Okay, so you're going through them same stages. So telling how to tell the difference between your hair naturally growing through the stages of hair locking versus your hair thinning, you are looking at that root area, the hair at the root. Like, so you see, see, I got my hair. It's a little full right now, i.e. I have not done a retwist in a minute. <laughs> You take your hair and you want to give it a nice little, little retwist at the root, right? And you want to make sure this root area, you see how, can you see that? See how it's a little thin right here and this little bulge right here? You want to make sure this smaller part or this new growth is reasonably sized compared to the rest of your locks. So if you have a particular area, and this is if you're not a loctician, because it might be hard for you to make this judgment. If you have a particular area that you're concerned about, compare that area to an area that you're like, I know this is good. And if that area is thinner or if you twist it and you see that this is like super skinny, like you see the, the video that I just posted on my, um, what do you call that, on my shorts? If it's like that, you know it's thinning. You know, the hair that's coming from the part is not enough to withstand the weight of the length growing from that area. Or another way to say this, your part to lock ratio is compromised. So um, then you will know it is thinning versus my lock just being a little wormy. It's just starting over in the beginning stages. All right, Dakota, does that help? Does that kind of give you and everyone else? 
that press of seven that was concerned about their hair thinning. Does that, does that help? Hopefully that helps. And if you need a little bit more clarity, definitely let me know. Okay. Um, I think I saw another question come in. Where can I find a stylist of your caliber in the DMV? I'm just kidding. Uh, I received that compliment first and foremost. Um, I do have a few of my students that have come through my holistic lactation training program in Maryland. You can head over to certifiedlocticians.com to get their information or you can reach out to me because it's really going to depend. I have a particular um, salon where I send people if they're interested in interlocking because y'all know interlocking can't be done by everybody. And I have another salon that I send um, or recommend people to if you're just looking for hair color or um, traditional lock grooming. They're not going to be me, but I feel like they are at least in alignment with holistic hair care. Okay. Um, or you could become your own loctician and join the Lock Goals Club. And, you know, we could, I could teach you how to do it yourself. You know, we got choices. We got choices. Um, mm, Ladea, congratulations, because you just had a baby. I, I'm, congratulations. All right. So the statement reads, my hair looks crazy, which we all know. We've I, That newborn fog is real. My locks are dry and I haven't washed them in a while and I'm a month postpartum and I just haven't taken the time. And I do scratch on my hands. Listen, that baby won't be all right. Okay, prayerfully, your baby is in good health. You know, take some time. Take some time. Take take 15 minutes. Any moms here will attest in the comments. Take 15, 20 minutes, hop in the shower. What helped me as a new mom? I, I can picture it clear as day. When I had my first kid, I was on call. Every cry, every whimper, diaper change, I was there. It wasn't until I like it, it I, I, I'm going to be I'm going to be transparent here. It had been days since I had taken a shower I'm postpartum it's been days. So it's, it's crazy. And I was like, I really needed to wash my hair. I was in a Facebook group and they said. Trust that. The baby is crying. They're breathing. And I don't know what it was, but them shackles came off because I was like, oh, at least I like you crying, you breathing because what will get you some phantom cries. The baby don't even the baby sound asleep. You in the show. Oh, my God, the baby's crying, screaming. I got to run out. And then the baby like. So just just take some time. It'll be all right. It'll be fine. But you got to wash your hair. One of the um, biggest, I will say lessons that I had to drive home this week amongst my students and with um, consultations is that it is necessary. It is necessary. Somebody put this in the comments. It's necessary to shampoo your hair if dryness is a problem. It's necessary to shampoo your hair if dryness is a problem. Y'all go on a month, four weeks without washing your hair. I'm sorry to say, you cannot complain about your hair being dry. You have to wash your hair, ideally every two weeks. Okay? You have to wash your hair. Um, Almeta, 
beautiful name and I forgive me if I mispronounced it. My scalp be so itchy. Scalps be itchy with locks. That's why we got the pure scalp. Head over to Crown Elements, get you some pure scalp. Your scalp will thank you. Also, if you are in the beginning stages of locks, locking your hair, it's going to itch. Just, it's part of the, it's part of it. It's just going to itch. That's why you got pure scalps. Spray it down. All right. If you're my digital text club, text me. Um, if you're looking for a oil, that'll help with the itching. Because it's not crown elements, I can't say it on the airways, but you can text me and I'll, I'll point you in the direction of an oil that helps soothe the itching. All right. I got, I got to commit. <laughs> Scalp massages are great. Um, Shadet. Shadet. I'm mispronounced it, so I'm not. I'm, I apologize. The question is, what about scalp massages? Are they no good? I fully believe in massaging your scalp. I have a whole video on my channel about how to massage your scalp. The thing is, you want to put on gloves, and then you massage your scalp down. Get that good massage. Get up in there. Get that blood flowing, especially if you're worried about thinning or experiencing thinning. Bringing blood flow to the area is going to help with that. All right. We have 100 people here on live, y'all. Can you hit subscribe, please? Thank you. Join the family. If you're not already part of the family, I appreciate you. I would also like to reiterate, because we got 100 people here, I'm grateful for you being a part of the community. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Crown Elements, the hair care line specifically for locks. You can head over there and get you some um, lock care with the code DLP at checkout. All right, just a quick little shameless plug. Now, we're doing Q&A here. So if you have any questions, concerns about your hair, post those in the comments. Where's my little ticker thing? Okay, here we go. Let me see. I saw another question. Do I need to spend money on a detox? Um, short answer is you don't have to spend money for someone else to do your detox. You could do it yourself, um, but it will cost money to get the ingredients for a detox is the short answer. And I believe and I encourage you to detox your locks. You should be detoxing your locks at least once a year. This is even if you're using natural, holistic products, all the good stuff. You're staying away from oils. Um, you're washing your hair regularly. Like, that's a great. You don't have to... It, well, let me say that. Let me be very clear. Detoxing your locks is not baking soda and apple cider vinegar. Somebody put that in the comments. Detoxing your locks is not baking soda and apple vinegar, okay? That is too harsh. That's too harsh for your hair. We're talking about pH. The pH of baking soda is all the way up here. pH of apple cider vinegar is all the way down here. Why are you putting those things together? Y'all don't bleach your hair, but then you're going to put baking soda. Mm, no. OK, so I say that to emphasize that there's levels to detoxing your locks. Everyone should detox at least annually. I would say after the first year, because the first year you get away with a lot of stuff. Your locks haven't really formed yet. But once your locks have formed, meaning they are in the teenage phase or beyond, you should detox because there's pockets in your locks where things can get trapped. Things being smog, smoke. Um, dust in the environment, things that are just completely out of your controls, the detoxing will help get that out. 
um, and your locks will feel lighter. Y'all know my locks were waist length. I just cut them. When they were wet, yeah, they were heavy. But also you experience um, an accumulation of just stuff that comes into your hair. Okay. And allow, I know a lot of people are not shampooing properly, meaning you're not using a clarifying shampoo each and every time. We still have a lot of habits from when we're loose natural. So we're reaching for the moisturizing shampoo. Locks need clarifying shampoo. I mean, I'm not going to clap at you. Me, me chill. Me chill. All right. Locks. When you're maintaining your locks, it's really, it's really helpful that you utilize a clarifying shampoo because your locks are attracted to and hold on to many things. So instead of us just letting them accumulate more things, more oils and, you know, all the things that come in moisturizing shampoos, we should use clarifying shampoos to really attract those things out of our locks. Okay. It's very important. Okay. Can we, can we use a clarifying shampoo each and every time? Yes. Press a one if you're going to use a clarifying shampoo. I hope you are. Okay, good. I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it. Okay, let's get into this question. Sierra says, how do you handle a client with prices and, or extremely flaky scalp? Do you use a particular shampoo? Do you comb out the flakes? Oh, I feel like you're trying. How do you handle a client with psoriasis <laughs> or extremely flaky scalp? Do you use a particular shampoo or do you comb the flakes out? I think that's what you meant here. So yes, yes, yes. If you're dealing with a scalp condition, anyone here managing a scalp condition? Scalp condition, anyone? Press a three if you got some scalp conditions. Um, with locks, you can, or with the scalp condition, you can have locks. However, it's not going to look like what anyone else is telling you locks are like at all. It's totally, completely different regimen, routine, products, all the things. As a loctician, you are treating their scalp condition in that moment, but you also need to teach them how to take care of it at home because you're just seeing a glimpse of it and people that have scalp conditions have to shampoo their hair regularly and address the flaking constantly so that you don't get an accumulation of biological buildup. Y'all all know that there are different types of buildup, right? It's not just product buildup. It's not just lint got debris, you got environmental, you got biological. So it's five types of buildup. Biological buildup, flakes, dandruff, skin cells, all of that can absolutely cause thinning of the locks. So behind the chair, you are addressing their scalp concerns. You should never take a comb to someone's scalp Especially if they have psoriasis or cerebric dermatitis, because it will only make it worse. Okay, we spend a lot of time on this in our holistic lactation training program because scalp care, like healthy locks, come from a healthy scalp. So if you're not taking care of the scalp, the locks, they have no chance. You also want to make sure you're using a medicated shampoo. Okay, regular shampoo is not going to cut it. Got to use medicated shampoo. And, okay, this is for everybody, the whole everybody, even if you scalp condition, no scalp condition, you have to let the shampoo sit 
y'all. Y'all know that, right? You got to let the shampoo sit. Shampoo is not like, I put it in my hands, put it through my hair. Okay, now I put it through my hair, rubbed it on my scalp a couple times, now we rinse it out. No. Got to let it sit. Because the shampoo does the job. The shampoo has a job to do. Um, molecularly? Chemically? Can I nerd out on y'all for a second? The shampoo is like a magnet for like dirt and like debris and stuff. And so specifically clarifying shampoo. So it's meant to attract those things and like eat them. It eats the dirt. <laughs> so then once it's eaten it, it has it all swallowed up. The water rinses the shampoo out. That's why it's important for the shampoo to suds. Because the suds are showing you the, the shampoo haven't eaten the things. You got the suds, and then you rinse it out. Ooh, your hair is clean. Your hair not suzzing when you first wash your hair? It's because it's dirty. Your hair, your, your shampoo can't do its job yet. It's not effective. So that's why usually when you go back in with that second shampoo, it's like, ooh, it's lathering. It's suzzing. It's, yeah, because it's breaking through the stuff in your hair. All right? So um, you got to let it sit, especially if there's a scalp condition. Okay? Um, Hopefully that helped there. Oh, go to the bottom. <laughs> what? Well, I've been doing that all wrong. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That is why I'm here. Okay, I'm your hair nerd to help you on this live journey. Okay, I am. Thank you, Cherie. Cherie, appreciate you purchasing a super sticker. Oh. See, it pays to be a nerd. <laughs> when you have your shampoo on, how long do you let it sit? I would say at least a song or a song, a half a song. I'll give it half a song because I know we life is life is coming at you fast, right? So it's like I'm trying to get up out of here. So I like to listen to music or podcasts. So like a half a song, please. Then you rinse it out. You know, let it sit. Do it, let it sit for a little while, like you know. If you're, if you're a minute type of person, let it sit for three minutes, all right? Um, if, you're, if you have a scalp condition, though, five minutes minimum, all right? So we got some we got some leeway if we're not um, having a scalp condition, but scalp condition, absolutely five minutes. Listen, life be life in. Life be life in, all right? My kids be like, mom, mom, mom. Like, dang, I'm just trying to shampoo my hair. Anyway. Um, and yes, Miss Ashari, hopefully I pronounced your name right, says I do three washes to be sure. Minimum of two, y'all. Minimum of two shampoos. I would like to know. Okay. And hopefully everyone here can share. How many shampoos do you use? How many shampoos? Not, sh not how many shampoos. How many shampoos do you do? When you're in the shower... How many total shampoos are you doing? Put that number in the comment section. When you are shampooing your hair, how many shampoos do you do? Okay, if you use multiple shampoos cumulatively, how many shampoos do you do in your shampoo experience? Okay, I like these numbers. I like these numbers. 
These numbers are making me happy. I see a lot of twos, a lot of threes. Twos, threes. All right. Okay. We cool. We cool. I'm glad I don't see no ones. All right. We here. We here. We cool. Y'all cool people. All right. Y'all cool people. Okay. Minimum of two shampoos at the bare minimum. Okay. At the bare minimum. Right now, I'm sure everyone, um, and if you're, you have not yet, you got to get, get with the program I'm telling you it's going to change your life. That just clean. Okay. Usually you're just clean. You got your two clarifying shampoos. The Silky Clean, our moisturizing shampoo is coming soon. So then you can get your three shampoos because you'll have your, your clarifying, you got the moisturizing, okay? Listen, at least two. Two clarifying, a clarifying moisturizing, at least two. At least two. Okay? Even two clarifying. You can do two clarifying with that just clean. Just, just saying. I'm just saying. And then Cherie, Cherie, her hair down all the way to her butt. Okay, four, five shampoos, y'all. When my locks was down there, the shampoo time was, it was too much. <laughs> it was too much. The four or five shampoos, because you got to spend time, Cherie, let, let me know if I'm wrong. You got to spend time shampooing the root area, and you got to spend a whole shampoo time doing the ends. It's like a whole situation. I'm so grateful to be in a space where I could just shampoo it all at one time. Ooh, 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 ooh. Thank you, Darlene. I appreciate it. She says, I love your shampoos. I receive that. Because for me, clean hair and clean scalp is most important. All right, let's get into let's get into the rest of these questions. All right, because I realize now that I'm scrolling down, there's so many more. <laughs> oh, let me see, let me see. I'm happy that you are live with us too, Tamika. Um, here we go. Deidre says, after shampooing and before drying my locks, should I use your moisture infusion while locks are damp? Or should I dry my hair, spray the moisture infusion, and seal with main radiance? This is a great question about the order of moisturizing your hair after a shampoo. What is the order of moisturizing your hair after a shampoo? I first would like to ask y'all real quick, and I'm going to get to the answer because we've been on here for a while. Do you moisturize your hair after you shampoo, yes or no? Do you moisturize your hair after you shampoo your hair, yes or no? In the comments, yes or no? That's a good one. I'm trying to highlight these. Mm -mm -mm. And then I saw something about lock brushing. Let's see if I can find that. Locks are magnets. They are. Okay. Ooh, it's a mixed crowd here. It's a mixed crowd. I love it. So you should moisturize after you shampoo. Yes. You should moisturize after you shampoo. And to Deidre's point, when you finish shampooing your hair, hopefully you've applied your luminescent hair treatments or your herbal hair treatment, herbal rinse um, to condition your locks. Once you finish conditioning your hair, 
you then towel dry it, okay? And the reason why you're towel drying it is because more often than not, we are just using the, like, the tap water that's coming through our shower or sink. And so you are trying to get out the majority of that water, towel drying it with like a microfiber towel so that um, your hair, okay, has a, it has a limited amount of moisture, of product, anything that it can absorb. So if your hair is still wet from all of the tap water, essentially your moisturizer is not going to be what your hair is receiving. So you want to towel dry it. And then after you towel dry it, you can put the moisturizer on or rather in your hair because shampooing is something that is going to help open your hair to receive. And so you're drying it and kind of closing up a little bit, but it's still open. So it's enough for you to put your moisturizer on. It's like, ah, that's all I need. Okay. Got the moisturizer, put a little Sealing is, I feel like, sealing is the word that you can use for talking about putting oil um, after a moisturizer, but really it's helping with minimizing how much is leaving the hair, okay? Because the water, um, the moisture is going to evaporate regardless, okay? You can't stop that, which is why I say if your hair is dry, you need to wash your hair because shampooing your hair it's going to be where you get the most moisture. It's where your moisture balance originates, okay? You're, you, you can't fix dry hair with a moisturizer. Just, it's, it's, that's not going to happen. So moisturizing your shampoo, your hair, conditioning it, towel drying it, putting your moisturizer on, sealing it if you choose to use oil. You know, that step is optional. And then drying your hair, okay? So that way, the last water moisture that's in your hair is herbal in nature if you're using crown elements you know um but yeah does that help and yes shower filters help a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot um all right hopefully that helped let's get into these last couple questions so john jalan a wonderful name oh, forgive me if i'm mispronouncing it does the diamond parting system cause thinning over time? I'm so glad you asked this question because I've been getting this in my email like a lot. Like I'm, I'm can you tell me who, who, what video you saw that's, that's, that's the shareness? I would love to know. But does the diamond parting system cause thinning over time? The diamond parting system in and of itself does not cause thinning over time. However, asterisks here, if the diamond parting system is used on a size of locks that is too large for that parting system, it will absolutely cause thinning. So I know right now what's really popular is really thick, wicked, like large locks. Putting those on a diamond parting system, yes, it will. Okay. How, but if you're doing it on um, micro size locks, traditional size locks, or even like medium thick locks. Like I have, I have a diamond parting system. There's no thinning. It is no thinning. It was not cost thinning. Um, and I will also say with the diamond parting system, it is great for people that have fine hair 
or hair that is considered low density because the diamond parting system is going to allow your locks to look fuller. Okay. So, um, I see you Katina and, uh, I'm just going to let that stay right there, but the short answer is no, it does not. Um, cost thinning. I, lo I love the diamond parting system. Andrea, thank you. Thank you so much for pursing a super sticker. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Um, yes. Do you want to train because I'm having a hard time? Yeah. Listen, the, the training program is, it, it'll help you. All right. Or if you're DIY doing it yourself, join a Lagos club because you get access to training classes to take care of your hair at home. That's the whole purpose. That is the whole purpose. All right. We got just a few more questions here. Does air drying cause mold or buildup? I'm just going short in short and dirty here. Air drying for long periods of time and or covering your hair up while it's wet causes mold um, and mildew in the hair. You can get away with and you will often hear people say, I air dry my hair. I've been doing it for years. I have no problem with it. It be the, it be the people that follow them type of advice, that type of advice that end up with the issues, okay? So I'm just speaking to you from my experience being a loctician for 10 plus years, okay? The, all the guests that I've seen, the ex personal experiences that I've had personally having locks for 12 years at this point, 13 years in October, air drying, sleeping on wet hair, like you'll have people that, I, all I just air dry my hair, it take me three days to drop, okay? You get trapped on the inside of your lock. That joint start rotting from the inside out. And then this is, I feel like I can't prove this or not to say I can't, I have yet to prove this. You do these things, air drying for three days. I don't see no issues. I'm using this product that's gooky. It's white when I um, put it in my hair, but then when I send a dryer, it's magically gone. So I don't have no buildup. My hair locks look fine. I have no buildup, but you cut them joints in half. All that buildup and rot is at the center of your locks, or you'll find people with them practices. Oh, I didn't want locks no more because it started to get thin and break off. And so instead of addressing the practice, the habits, you're just like, mm, I'll start over. So I prefer to err on the side of caution. Air drying, you can do it, but just give me 30 minutes under a concentrated heat source to, to get the dampness out of the core or the center of your locks because that's really the thing right like you will feel like oh my hair feels dry but the center of your hair still has dampness the core of it and then things start happening in there so i would encourage you not to air dry um at night don't air dry and put anything over your head if it's super sunny outside and you know you can, you know, thoroughly get the back, all of that length, all right, you can change it. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, okay. Okay. Um, three more minutes. Three more minutes and we're done. We're done. Okay. I have another comment. I feel like my locks are stagnant. I sometimes wait several months to retwist. Does this keep your locks from growing? Um, hmm. 
So there's a couple ways that we can address this. I cannot specifically talk about your experience because um, I feel like there's more to this story. But what I will say is semi-freeforming, waiting a long time to retwist your locks or do your hair, it's going to let our beautiful friend that's been with us all this time, the one that we was trying to beat into submission when we was getting relaxed hair, our good old friend Shrinkage, you don't retwist your hair, Shrinkage is going to show up. So it would, one, appear that your locks are not really growing because our hair is doing what it actually wants to do, which is, you know, stay compact and close to our hair. Also, locks, hair, period, grows through seasons. In the comments, y'all, in the comments right now, can you share which season you feel like your hair grows the fastest? Do you know? Have you observed this before? For me, my hair grows the fastest in the winter. Like the winter months, my hair be like, oh, bet, we, we growing, we out here. In the summertime, I feel like she's like, it's too hot out here. You want me to do what? Grow? No, I'm not doing that. We're going to stay right here. We chilling. Follicles get dormant. We just like, you know, what is growth? But then fall comes and then she's like, oh, damn, we're just growing. We're out here. So. I will say that one thing that you can um, observe or take into consideration is your hair in that particular season or in that particular like season, seasonal season or life season. Maybe you're stressing, maybe your your hormones are not balanced, um, can look like stagnant growth because our hair does grow in phases. Our hair grows through different cycles. There is a cycle um, in the hair growth phase that's literally called resting. Your hair might just wanna rest. So um, keep an eye out. I would say, you know, over the next like 12 months, the next like seasons, like, is my hair growing summertime? Is it, is it be getting some inches? Or is it like, nah, it's not really growing. Or in the winter, it's like, oh, snap. Look, I was right here. Now it's coming spring. I'm down here. Like, you know, it's, it's something to, to look into and be, be curious about. Um, but as long as you are alive and you have hair on your head, it is growing. Albeit slow in certain seasons or certain times. All right. And I see all these summer babies. Okay. Look at it all. Oh, y'all got your locks, your locks sprouting in the summer. Mmm. Okay. I see. We gonna catch up. I'm gonna catch you in the winter. When your hair slow down, my hair gonna be taken off. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think uh, Zinni, okay. For those of you that are just checking in, just joining, or wanting to try this amazing shampoo from Crown Elements. You head over to crownelements.com. I think I have a, um, a thing. Yep, crownelements.com um, for all your hair care needs. And you enter the code DLP as in Digital Loctician Podcast. DLP at checkout. All right. It's a little gift for me to you. 
And Tamika, this is our last question for the night. Tamika says, how do you maintain edges with fine hair? How do you maintain edges with fine hair at the edges? How do you maintain edges? How do you maintain edges with fine hair at the edges? Clarifying question. I mean, I'm going to assume here when we're talking about maintaining the edges. You're like, what should you put on it? Or how do you get them to grow if they're thinning? Uh, what do y'all think that means? I don't know if Tamika's still here. Oh, okay. Whew. All right. Thank you, Tamika. Glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. They are thinning. I platted them for security. So I'm looking at your profile picture and it looks like that you may have micro locks or really small locks. Definitely, um, definitely you, when you're ever you're shampooing, you definitely want to, um, do what you're doing, band them if they are thinning. Um, also in that case for really fine locks, it becomes a matter of that part to lock ratio. So if your part to lock ratio, um, if it looks like the video I just posted on my shorts and it's like really, really thin, you may have to do a, um, a repair on it such that you release the lock that's super thin, allow some of that hair to grow back in stronger because with micro locks, this is the thing a lot of people don't take into consideration with micro locks specifically. Um, if they start to thin at the roots, the rest of the lock will not be able to hold on because you can do more damage because you have a smaller root or smaller area of hair to support that lock. And so what can happen is traction alopecia because it is so much traction or tension from this length and you got a couple little strands of hair trying to hold that one lock. So in a lot of instances, I say a lot because it's more often than not, you are letting that lock go. You can put it in a baggie or whatever till that that edges, that area comes back in and then put it, you reattach it um, so that you have stronger hair, but you don't want to keep um, a thinning area with a well-formed or mature lock. All right. I wrap loose hair around the lock. Wrapping it is not enough if they're small. It's not enough. You either got to crochet or you got to interlock it. Wrapping is not going to get it to where it needs. The base is quite large, temple area precisely. So your base is large. They're not micro. It's the size of a pencil. So you have a large area. You don't have micro locks. You have traditional locks, but it's thinning. Yeah. You got to crochet that hair or let it grow. Grow back in to reattach it so the hair gets longer because the hair is never going to get thicker. The hair is never going to get thicker or the base is never going to get um, enough support if it's constantly being pulled by the weight of your lock. Hopefully that helps. It makes sense. All right. So it might got to be a release and reattach once the hair gets thick enough to support it. All right. Grateful that I could be of help. 
um, join the Lagos Club, okay? So we can have more regular um, discussions, conversations, and be face-to-face. -face. That's one of the benefits of being in the Lagos Club. Um, it is dialogues um, with the community. So lagosclub.com if you're interested in joining our Lagos Club, all right? So thank you all so much for joining me. I hope this live Q&A was helpful. I hope you got some insight into your journey. If you did, please like the video, um, like the video, share with a friend, invite them to be a part of our community. I am striving to create, cultivate, not even create because we already created y'all here, cultivate this community um, that is really focused on holistic hair care, specifically around locks. It's not it's not glitz and glam and style and all the things. It's like our internal health. It's the things we put in our body, the things we put on our hair um, and being really intentional about that. Building that up because it's so important because I want y'all to have healthy, full hair. We out here silver, silver. We got thick hair. It's all holding on. It's not thin. Okay, it's popping. All right, we can do this. We can do this together. So join the community, hit subscribe. Thank you so much. Truly appreciate your presence. And as always, I'd like to wish you peace, love, and good vibes. I'll see you soon.